0: Welcome back to First Draft Phil. My name is Phil Lager, and this is about the 17th time I've recorded this intro, which makes me ask the question, is that really true to the spirit of being First Draft Phil? I mean, it kind of seems a little bit disingenuous of me to record an intro 17 times. Such is life. Anyway, today on the episode is part two of a three-part conversation with my good friend Randy Bonifield. I sat down with Randy while I was in Kansas City um, recently and had a great conversation. Last week we talked about his journey to faith and following Jesus and leading worship. This week we're going to go into Randy's love of gospel music, how that led him to start a gospel choir. We're going to talk about Randy's um, career as a singer-songwriter and as an artist in the Salvation Army and outside of the Salvation Army, as you'll hear. And then we're going to talk about uh, what it means to be a worship pastor, what it means to curate worship experiences for our people. Uh, And So yeah, sit back and enjoy this conversation, part two of a three-part conversation with my good friend, Randy Bonifield.
1: We were di- so I became the music director in the Kansas and Western Missouri division in the early '90s. Yeah. We so I, I moved here in '93, 1993. Okay. Uh, took that position with the Salvation Army and served in with the Salvation Army here in in Kansas for about ten years before leaving to do what I do now. Um, in the first three years, we did musicals. Okay. And one year we wrote our own, and another year we uh, we. Compiled some stuff, and, and I just started getting tired of the form. Okay. And so in 1996, I proposed to uh, our DYS at the time, okay. who they deserve a whole lot of credit. Don and Judy Teacouts were the, T- the DYSs at the time. They deserve a huge amount of credit mm. for taking a risk. Mm. And I said, I don't want to do a musical. And they were like, hmm. <laughs> Uh, I said, but this is what I want to do. I want to put together a worship choir. Okay, That's what I initially called it. Mm-hmm. I called it the Mokan Worship Choir to begin with. And the idea was that this choir was going to come together. We were going to rehearse much like we would for a musical, mm-hmm. but for us to be the worship band for the weekend. Right. Um, but a choir but leading a worship. But a choir leading worship, yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened is that uh, just sort of be, I, I, while I was at Berkeley, I was in the the gospel choir there. Yeah, okay. And I've always had a love for gospel music. Uh, you know, my first album that I that one of the first albums I remember buying on my own was Walter Hawkins' Love Alive Three, uh, which is this just great live gospel album. Um, and uh, and I went to school with uh, uh, at North Park with the brother of Percy Beatty. Uh, Percy Beatty was part of Reverend Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers and okay. so I you know yeah, yeah. and we did gospel music while I was there at North Park okay. as well and so gospel music has sort of been something that's all it's always sort of been a, a huge influence even in the way in which I write mm-hmm. and so yeah. on and so forth um, and so what I found is as we were writing these arrangements for the choir is I was writing typical SAT sort of gospel mm-hmm. style uh, Choral arrangements for right. them, and it it very quickly morphed from a worship choir into a choir that had a very gospel style yeah. to it. Um, and and so that's too much information. No, it's ninety. No. So in ninety seven, we we changed the name it's to the Mocan. gospel choir, Mokane Gospel Choir, and it was it was an audition choir of students and young adults from the Kansas and Western Missouri division. But here was the cool thing about that program, is it wasn't just that we sang, it's that we did small groups as Mm -hmm. part of it. So there was a discipleship component. And I had young adults from the division lead the small groups and sing in the choir. So it was was an opportunity to help shape young leaders Mm. while shaping young people um, as disciples, Mm. and the idea was that as they aged and aged out, they would move into leadership, and so on and so forth. There's some wonderful people who were a part of that. Um, Mm. If you know Simon Gugela, he was in that. David Hudgens is now a worship leader. He was in that group. Um, uh, uh, Simon Gugela, who who lives in Nashville now, and who I've spoken with a few times since I moved there. Oh, good. Yeah, Good, Yeah. Um, I mean, Derek Jovig uh, yeah. is a drummer who's played with me for years. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the leaders of that group. Uh, Alan Carroll, who's a, a bass player who I think has played with Transmission. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. Um, uh, so yeah. there were a lot of really good, fine young leaders. We've got some, some, some of those folks who went on to become Salvation Army officers. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and so how so, many so you guys put out recordings as, as well we put out one we put out one, one, put out recording. one official recording, recording and we have one that was kind of underground we, oh, okay. we recorded it ourselves yeah and put gave away cassette tapes yes. again cassette tapes <laughs> uh and but we recorded that one live at the youth councils i have a dream of i mean there
0: there, there exists this thing in some form already online uh, but i have a dream of of getting in one place, online, a, just all of the, no offense to any any brass people who are listening, but all of the extra, all of the non-brass Salvation music that has ever come out, and just having a repository right. online, you know, right. so something that people can, you know, browse with photos and audio. Yeah. That's my dream. So That'd really. be awesome, that, yeah. That'd be cool. You know, everything from Joy Strings to, you know, yeah. to- To a like quarter past three? <laughs> To quarter past three, to moke gospel choir, to you know, to things that you know, there's some
1: there's yeah. some stuff, you know. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, and yeah. and so that that program kind of it went from '96 to about 2006. I don't remember when it finally kind of did it. John Stewart, uh, do you know John? Yeah. Um, it, it, John Stewart took it over after after I left in. T- 2003. okay, and I think he ran it for another five or six years after okay. that until they finally said, okay, it's time to yeah. do something new and yeah, um, yeah. but yeah and, it and we toured okay one year it was well, it was actually 2001. we did a tour after con- we went to Congress, we did the Salvation Army Congress in mm-hmm. Chicago, okay and then we took the whole shoot and match out east. Mm. Uh, ended up in New York. Uh, No, it would have been two thousand two. It was two thousand two. Okay. We went to New York. Um, uh, We we were in Jamestown. We did a thing in uh, Detroit. We you know just we took this group all over the and it was such a fun trip, Mm -hmm. amazing trip, just an amazing trip. And uh, yeah, I still remember us stopping at and the reason I know it's two thousand two is because we stopped at uh, at the site of of the World Trade Center. Mm. and I remember that just being such an emotional Mm. moment for those students, Uh, one that I I won't forget. Wow, that's
0: uh, 21 years ago now. uh, We just celebrated the anniversary of that. Okay, we could go in two different directions here, so this is kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure thing right now. Um, So um, you are also a gifted singer-songwriter uh, and you have put out. You you have a solo career um, that is all of the things that you have you have already spoken about. Um, your influences: gospel, choir, jazz, uh, blues, soul, all those kind of things. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. we're in Kansas City right yeah. now, which is all of those things are right at home. Right, in, in this city.
1: I am a product of this city. You I are a
0: product it. of the city. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we could talk about that, which I, I want to talk about that. Um, because th- there, there's some interest, there's some interesting things uh, that I have over the years, I have looked to you for, um, a- as a forerunner, <laughs> as somebody who has uh, worked in the savage Army for the savage Army, grew up in the savage Army, but also has at times maybe, tell me if I'm wrong, found it not a completely conducive, uh, environment in the Salvation Army, sometimes for artistic expression, or at least, um, There maybe there are places that um, it would just what 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 an artist does doesn't fit necessarily into the mold of music in the Salvation Army. So we could talk about that, and I have a feeling it might tie into um, you eventually decided that that you were going to leave the the Salvation Army and go somewhere else. So. Maybe talk about just a little bit about, but um, who you are as an artist, okay. and maybe it, ha, how that. Because right now, as we're talking, you are the. Uh, you already mentioned, but you're the worship pastor yeah. of Christ Community Church in Leewood Kansas. Leawood, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but you, at the same time, you have your own recordings that you do. Um,
1: yeah. You you co-write with people. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I, you know the only person I co-write with. Is you? Oh, uh, well, I, I take that back. I've I've written some with with my wife. Uh, as I don't well. feel special. Yeah, but that's okay. I'll, yeah, I mean, I'll share but you. Uh, literally, I I don't I'm, I ha- I fear that I'm I'm, I'm I really love. Pe- we wrote so this will
0: be a musical. <laughs> interlude. I'll put yeah. this in there. We wrote a song called St. Patrick's Breastplate together. I love
1: that song. Uh, it's a good song. Yeah. It's really funny because I will ask people. I said, "Which part do you think Phil wrote? Which part do you think I wrote?" Now your good friends can get it. They okay. They knock it out of the box. Like Bernie knew immediately. Um, uh, but there are others. There are others who confuse, and and there's still this day my pastor, it will hear a song that you're singing, and he said, "Did you write this?" Yeah. And and then he'll hear a song I wrote and said, "Did Phil write that?"
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and he doesn't even know you.
3: Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before. Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore. Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet and the storm. Christ in hearts of all who love me. Christ in all forevermore.
0: Okay, so anyway, you're an artist, Randy. Yeah, you, you are an artist, uh, very much so. Um, I love the flavor of the music that the music that you do. Uh, it's got so much soul. It's got. Um, it's got. Yeah, it's good stuff. But talk about that. Talk, talk about your um, journey as an artist. How so, it relates to
1: the Salvation Army. So journey. let me let me tell the story of, of leaving the Salvation Army because okay. I think that's. I, I do want I do want to talk about okay. being an artist, but let's start let's start there. Yeah, yeah. Because I I I hope I hope and pray to God that people don't think that somehow I just left like and burned bridges and you know torched the place down and ran out the door because that's not my story. My story is more the fact that as, as much as I tried, so I, when I left and it was 2003, as much as I tried, I could not find a place where I felt at home as a worker um, and as a, uh, so meaning in full-time employee with the Salvation Army, I never found a place where I felt completely fulfilled.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, and, I, I, and so I, we ran a gospel choir, but at the same time I'm a music director for the Salvation Army, you know, traveling the division and you know, trying to support. And, and I just, there were times I felt like I did one of those things well and one not. And uh, so, so you put all that, and, and even one, for a couple of years, we took over a core uh, and we were this, the administrators of a core yeah. for a couple of years. Uh, it, it was all in an, in an attempt to try to find out whether there was a place where we fit well. And the truth of the matter was, when it came down to it, what I needed to be doing was to be what I'm doing now.
2: Yeah.
1: Which was a full-time, committed to a, a, a congregation. Uh, yeah a pastor over the people who are creating the art and creating the um, the music and all of that for a church. Can I ask a question? Yeah.
0: If you weren't and if you weren't such an artist, which you are, a creator, do you think it would have been easier to like to like, you think it's easier for like an administrator type person who doesn't necessarily feel feel in the um compo- the need to uh, express like yourself like you you know do you think it would it, like it was that part of it um like not like if you were just randy bonafield the administrator of others and the manager of of, of other people who are uh, doing music and stuff mm-hmm. maybe my sense my question is maybe it would have been
1: easier like you maybe you could have stayed, but that's not who yeah, you possibly. are. Possibly I, okay. I don't think I was okay. also, I also don't think I was as as well trained in the the Salvation Army arts. Okay. So the Salvation Army is is incredibly that's the way put it. yeah. I mean they have some incredible music forces. Hmm. I was not a brass band arranger, although I have arranged some brass band music. I'm not a brass band arranger, nor am I a brass band conductor. I'm not a conductor in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not my my thing. I'm yeah. And and I think to be a music director uh, at, a, at a divisional level or at a territorial level, you need to have some of those kind of skills. And that's that's just not the the way I'm wired, nor is it the way I'm trained. Right. I'm trained as a musician who, in many ways, supports himself to create music for other people to enjoy and participate in.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and that in particular didn't have a home yeah. in Salvation Army circles right. the way, say, a, a, a divisional music director, like as a band director, might. Right. And so I think you're right. Okay, uh, I'm maybe giving it just a little, no, that's, just I like, here a little bit. Like that's good. Um, But I, you know, I highly, highly respect the arts in the Salvation Army. Really highly respect mm. it. Um, Amen. I, I, I am to this day a Salvationist. Mm. I... You can take the boy out of the Salvation <laughs> Army, but I, you can't take the Salvation Army out of the boy. Yeah. and I'm constantly um, talking about the Salvation Army in the setting I'm in.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, so <laughs> in some ways, I feel like I'm a better ambassador not in the Salvation <laughs> Army than I was in it. Um, yeah. I, at the same time, I was trying to get us to find ways to, uh, to p- to put what what we do alongside the Salvation Army Arts yeah, so that it could be a, an, an, an addition to the yeah. toolbox. And, and one of the things that I wished we could have done, and I'm, I'm going to say it again, I've said it several times, there needs to be a Salvation Army worship collective hmm. that is in the public eye yeah. the same way a Hillsong worship collective is in the public eye. They, the talent is there. It is there. It is. It is incredible. I was at the National Worship Leaders Conference yeah. in 2019, yeah. and I was blown away yeah. at how far we've come in the 15 years since I had left at that point. And the that you know Josh Turner and Jude Sanomé and Shalini Danielson yeah. and Ronnie Murchison and Simon uh, Goff. Yeah. And uh, and Dan, uh, no, not Dan. Um, Barry, uh, Doug, Doug, Doug Barry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Doug. I'm so That's sorry. That's okay.
0: You can call him Dan. He <laughs> he refused my request for an interview. So he, he
1: so can call him so Dan. Doug Barry. And am I missing somebody in that? I mean uh, the, the Eric, territory? Eric, Eric Himes. Oh, Eric yeah. Himes yeah. and Josh and Josh Powell. Yeah, Josh you, Powell. You, yeah. And and they they were all together and they were leading together at one mm-hmm. of these sessions. And I was like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> is what. We have been wanting for years for there to have been a Randy Bonifield in the Salvation Army, yeah, there had to have been oh yeah a jim shields uh who jim shields you you might not know Jim, <laughs> but in the central territory jim was doing he was leading worship when people were looking at him like what what are you doing um and why would you even why would you even try this yeah. um i I want to say the Roland guys. Down yeah, in the south, yeah. Mark and, oh. and Dave yeah. were were Absolutely. kind of predecessors of. I know they were predecessors of me, but even thinking back, you know, Second Destiny, the band that uh, that that Bill Himes was a part of, right in the yeah. in the seventies. Uh, and we need, Crossfire. An on, we
0: need, again, we need an online place yeah. So yeah. that people can
1: see. There was a band called Crossfire people. in the in the Central Territory that was fantastic yeah. as yeah. well. These were all the predecessors that made it. Yeah. happened that a Randy Bonifield could come along right. and sort of begin to push sure. this way, yes. which I then think allowed a Phil Lager to come along, Absolutely. which then allows uh, Eric Himes to find a place which then he's now in a division, well singing company was there, but he's also in a division where Of Dust is in. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard them, but yeah, they're these fantastic. are fantastic, yeah. and talented guys. Absolutely. And I have them, I'm looking forward to having them on, on as yeah. guests. <laughs> Good. <laughs> gotta figure out how
0: to get all of them in the same room. Or <laughs> on a Zoom call together right. or something.
1: And, and and there's this line that you can almost draw the line yeah. of how that happened. And and yeah. So I just I'm 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 proud that we get to be a part of that heritage. Right. Um, and that we 're in that line and and i I hope that I hope there's there 's a day when you when you stop, you slow down, and you and marty can and and josh and mm-hmm. you all can stop and look back and say, "You know what we did some stuff here yeah. that I know it wasn 't perfect no. and I know you know people questioned our motives along the way, but our my, our desire was to, to worship Jesus, mm-hmm. and to draw others to worship Jesus, and we lay the groundwork for something else to take yeah. our place. Because we know that we're replaceable, A, yeah. and B, that we're part of a heritage of faith, which is one of the things that I say all the time mm-hmm. about the Salvation Army. I love the heritage of faith that I came out of. Sure. Oh, I just appreciate it so much. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite thing about being the worship pastor at Christ Community Church? What's, what's, or some of
1: your favorite things? Well, I, I, I love crafting meaningful services. So for me, it's not just about singing songs. I want, I want to take people on a journey of faith and I want to take them on a journey in, within the liturgy itself. When I use the word liturgy, I'm not talking about high liturgy. I'm, I'm yeah. just talking about order of service. Yeah. Um, that it's well designed, and, it would, and it, it's that's one of the things I love working with people who are passionate mm. about worshiping. Mm. Um, you know, I, I I find that really um, invigorating, mm. uh, and frankly, that you know, especially lately, I've I've been able to work with. Some really high caliber musicians mm. in and be able to do things uh, that i 'd always hoped to do mm. um, and that from just from a, a like a musical standpoint, but it 's all for the sake of serving worship right you know so that 's one of my favorite things
0: if you were to ask me what I desire about worship experiences mm-hmm. it 's that that we would meet with god yeah. that that um, right. And I know that doesn't always look the same. Mm-hmm. I, however, um, on my heart lately has been the fact that we need to teach people how to um, lead people mm-hmm. in such a way that God's presence is the priority. Mm-hmm. Like it is, like what we're aiming for is not just to sing the songs. Right. What we're aiming for yeah. is to lead our people into mm. worshiping the, to living, an with God.
1: Yeah. the living God. So Robert Weber said, he, he's, he nailed down, down uh, worship to two words. He says, worship is revelation and response.
2: Mm.
1: It's the revelation of God yeah. uh, and our response to who he is or our response to him. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's a beautiful way of, of understanding uh, what we want to be about in worship, and when we gather for worship, um, our you know we come in with a lot of baggage and and, and, and we carry things out from the parking lot into the inside hmm. and what what happens is there has to be a time where people can start to lay those things down yes um, and so yeah. there's this, there is this natural well, not natural. This there's a liturgical order. Hmm. Uh, it's it's a fourfold order, and again, Robert Welber taught a lot about this in in his books. If you read some ancient faith ancient and some faith. things like yeah, it talks about we gather, we read God's word, we reveal God's word, we respond to God, and then we send people back to be the light and salt in the community. Hmm. And so it's this, and it's this constant motion. It's this rhythm that we do week after week after week after week. And we do it to reorient ourselves to who God says we are and who who God believes we are and who he says we are and who we say he is. We keep telling ourselves this story over and we have It's one of the reasons why why Paul says don't stop meeting with one another. It's because the idea is encounter God, come back together, tell his story again and again, To each other, remind that he remind them that he was faithful. So you know, um, Psalm one thirty six walks you through how God God's love endures forever. He he and and it lists all these different things that God did. God's love endures forever, and that's the response over and over. Um, But the idea is that we tell ourselves, we tell each other this story to remind us that God was faithful. And then we we gather together as a a present community in the present to tell each other, this is how God has been faithful. This is how he is being faithful, which in turn Mm. makes us believe if he was faithful and is faithful, he will be faithful. So all of these things come Mm. together in our time of worship. Um, and yes there there are moments where we encounter God and it 's very personal and and introspective and mm-hmm. he 's doing work and yeah. we are responding yeah. in that time where he 's working on us and that's what I think that 's what we long for for everybody who comes sure. to a time of worship that 's not always how it happens right but uh, but that 's our desire is our desire is to shape a service in such a way that people would be would be changed, that they wouldn't, wa- they wouldn't walk out the same person they, they did as they, they came in.
2: Mm.
1: I currently uh, teach at Mid-American Nazarene University, yeah, and that's one of the things I'm trying to drill into my students, is that it's not just about picking a good song. Mm. It's about taking people through an experience, helping them understand their place in God's story. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the, Charlie Peacock wrote a book called New Way to Be Human in which he, he lines out the gospel is not just that God created the world, man fell, and that God redeems man. Hmm. That there's a fourth piece that we often miss, which is that he then calls us to be a new creation. Yeah. And, and the new creation is not just for now, but for eternity. So it's this four-chapter story of what ought to be, what is, hmm. what can be, and then what will be? Yeah, um, and it's a beautiful way of understanding the gospel because if you don't, you if you don't look at, you don't see. Sorry, um, the new creation piece. Your gospel is incomplete. Mm. You're not fully capturing the gospel, and so these are all things that we want to be 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 helping people to understand. And the songs that we sing, the words that we put in people's mouths, people's mouths to say,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, are very important in how they communicate with God, how they pray, mm. how they uh, how, what, how, how they understand who God is. Mm. Our, our theology is 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 in those kinds of songs, and so you know, I that's one of the I, I talk about it as being a curator of a museum. That as a as a worship leader, you are a curator of art. Mm. That you're saying this is the art that is good enough for you to fully understand um, who God is. Yeah. And not only fully understand, but fully fully know how to communicate with Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am placing before you the, the, the songs and the prayers that, that I have curated for your experience to, f- to be able to fully understand, know, and, and communicate and live. Yeah, as a person of God. Yeah, that's so good.
3: I have walked in sin's dark shadow I've been tempted by its way I've been held by all its treasures have wandered far away. But your light grows ever brighter, leading onward to that shore where my heart so dark and lonely seeks a refuge from the storm.
0: That was part two of my conversation with Randy Bonifield. Tune in next week for the dramatic conclusion. It's not that dramatic, but it is deep and meaningful, and I so enjoy this conversation. Hey, do me a favor. If you're not driving at this very second, just pull out your phone, go to Apple Podcasts, write a few words and say, I dig Phil Lager and this first draft Phil podcast, or man, this episode was so good. Or something else. Leave a five-star rating on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. It helps me get the word out. And uh, I, I I love doing these interviews, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy listening to them. So thanks for your help in uh, spreading the word. God bless you guys, and tune in next week. I will uh, finish up my conversation with Randy Bonifield. Peace! <laughs>